Good morning. Woo. All right. Well, that came. Here, I'll take the stool. Stealing the stool from me. Awesome. Thank you. You guys are looking good. Looking beautiful. You guys feeling beautiful? Oh, I don't know. We need, we need to preach that one too, I guess. <laughs> oh, man. Praise God. God is doing some good stuff. Uh, turn with me to, to Matthew chapter 4. The Lord is leading us into a new season as a church. And I, talk, I, I introduced that last Sunday. And the Lord is uh, leading us into a season where He wants us to give away what we've received. As a church, we're a people who freely receive and freely give. But we, we need to make sure, the Lord wants us to, to make sure that we always receive, that we stay rooted in His love and continue to receive those blessings and those promises He has for us. We would never leave that foundation of receiving. We've been saved by grace. But what we have received... He wants us and we must give it away. We've got to be a conduit of the blessing that He has blessed us with. And so in this season, the Lord is calling us to shift from receiving to an emphasis on giving. The Lord wants to see a shift in our church and in our lives, a shift from self-focusedness to Christ-focusedness. He wants us as a church to rise up uh, into that. And uh, what's great is as we're rising into that, uh, that, just if you will, that another level of glory where we're becoming more like Jesus and, and more of His will done in our life, as we're rising into that, things have to die. Things need to be cut away and pruned and purified, and that's really what the Lord is doing. And you remember those of you who heard this last week, and if you didn't, you can get the message uh, CD in the back or get it on the podcast, but I declared to us, I proclaimed to us from Matthew 16 that Jesus is alive and leading his church. When he died and he rose again, he defeated death. He rose with the keys of death and Hades in his hands, with all authority in heaven and on earth, with every demon and sickness and disease and death itself under his feet, right? He's seated at the Father's right hand, and he is reigning. He is the leader of his church, the head of his body. He is the king of God's kingdom, and he is alive and he is leading his church, amen? And he said to us in Matthew 16, or he said to Peter, and of course it applies to us, he taught us, and we looked at this last week, he said in Matthew 16, uh, he, said, he said, on this rock, he said to Peter, you are Peter, he said, on this rock, I will build my church. Right? It's his church. He's the one doing the building. On the rock, which is us, he works through us as people, as we partner with him, we submit to his lordship, we pray, we proclaim his gospel, but he's the one, his power through us, He's the one building his church, and he said, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail. What does that mean? We win, amen? And then we saw that as leader of his church, the one building his church, that his mission and his vision is very clear, very simple, very set, and is not changing. Matthew 28, 19. So simple. The greatest mission vision statement ever. Make disciples, all nations. What do we do? Make disciples. Until when? What's the goal? What's the vision? What's the end game? All nations. And the Lord is speaking to us and saying, I'm leading my church. If you're not about that, if you're not about the mission and the vision of the king, leader of his church, wasting your time, wasting your life. Every person who's a disciple, every church, 
It's that simple. Make disciples, all nations. And the Lord is leading us as a church to be a people that reproduce themselves. I've noticed, like Kurt said, a lot of weddings and a lot of baby, a lot of pregnant women around here and babies being born. So in the natural, we've got this multiplication thing down. <laughs> and in fact, and in fact, in the spiritual, I believe we're growing in this as well. And the Lord is calling us to reproduce ourselves and to give ourselves fully to the work of his kingdom. In fact, I, was, I, always, I always celebrate what God is doing. You guys know that. I always remind myself of the testimonies of the Lord and, and uh, always just think about what God is doing in our church. And this week, even particular, in a very, I don't know, if you will, a special way, the Lord just kind of highlighted and reminded me of what he's doing in our church. There's so much fruit in this church. So much of what the Lord is doing. I look all around uh, you know, I just, you, you guys probably know this, I'll just pray for you. It's kind of fun, actually, because I can, you know, see you here, right here. But then as I'm praying for you in the Spirit, I can see you at work, I can see you at home. I'm praying for you, I'm interceding, sometimes by name, sometimes corporately, and I'm crying out to the Lord for us as a church. But in doing that, the Lord's showing me there's fruit, there's growth, there's impact. I mean, so many things that the Lord is doing in this church people who have been, who've come to him. People today who are being baptized in water because they've surrendered their life to Jesus, who have said yes to his lordship. People who have come to Jesus and who are now reproducing that in the lives of other people. People who are laying their hands on other people and seeing them healed. People who are choosing to walk in holiness People who have the fruit of the kingdom in their lives. You and me, right? I love it. We're a church. We love the Lord, don't we? We're a church who said yes to Jesus, who've laid down our life for the kingdom. Amazing. So I love it. I love what God is doing, and he's wanting to take us into that more, right? Jesus simply said it this way in, in Matthew 13. He said, he who has, to him more will be given. Isn't it great to be a people who have? Because that means we'll get more. If you have fruit, you'll reproduce and have more, right? If you have the things of the kingdom, you'll reproduce more. If we have been receiving what God is doing in our life, then we'll increase into a people who give it away even more, amen? More receiving and more giving. And so in order to do that, our series, the Lord, this is just the beginning because we're going to get into these things in specifics, but the Lord is wanting to give us a God's eye view. He wants us to see from His perspective, from a kingdom perspective, an eternal perspective, His perspective, which means when you see things from God's perspective, something of yourself has to die. That shift from that self-focus to a God focus. The Lord wants to download a new operating system. You know, your operating system is that platform on which all your other software operates. And so many of us, since the moment we were born, we've been operating on the operating system of self, right? The world revolves around me, right? I'm the center of the universe. LA is the center of the universe. America is the center of the universe. Like, we're so self-focused, aren't we? And yet the reality is, it's not about us, is it? It's about Christ and His kingdom. He's the center. And we need a revelation of His kingdom 
We need the Lord to download a new operating system to renew our mind and get that renewed perspective. And so as we, as we see from His perspective, like we saw last week, we see that He's alive, He's leading His church. We see that the gates of Hades have not and will never prevail. We see that Jesus is leading us to make disciples of all nations. We see that His kingdom is increasing. Love it. Because He's leading, whatever fruitfulness is happening in our church, whatever He's doing around the world, it's increasing. In fact, I want to show a video today. Hopefully we can get that up by the the grace of God. It'll be a miracle. Uh, I'm messing around. Multimedia, we need that anointing. We need that multimedia anointing. (laughs) I'm just messing. Uh, (laughs) It's like, around here it's like, oh dude, can we just pray for the sick (laughs) instead of trying to show a video clip? No, I'm just messing. Okay, so... um, (laughs) Okay, uh, all right, bad joke. Um, but basically, okay, so uh, for, for decades, for decades, the church has been praying for what has now been termed the 1040 window. The 1040 window is, is the, a region of the world that, that, it runs, from, that runs from the, the uh, 10 degrees north and 40 degrees north, uh, la, uh, 40, 10 degrees north and 40 degrees north of the equator. It's a window uh, in the world that it would inc- uh, include North Africa, all through the Middle East, over to India and China. Decades, the church has been praying for that region of the world. In the 90s, about 1990, a man termed the, the word, in fact, I think it actually was his wife, poverty, injustice, and oppression is incurring, or was occurring. All through that North Africa, Middle East, into India and China, uh, uh, just so much, for, for decades, the church has... Uh, just statistically has known, that's the region of the world where most of the unreached people are, most of the people who don't know Jesus, most of the tribal groups who have never heard, most of the oppression, and so the church has targeted that area in prayer. And we have seen, oh, it's amazing, just as the church has begun to pray, as Jesus pray, as the church has led, as Jesus has led the church to pray, as we've partnered with Jesus, and as people have gone into those countries, some, many of them closed countries, many of them our denomination and other denominations are there in those countries, and we can't even talk about it. But people are there. Things, things are happening in that part of the world that we don't really hear about. And yet it's such an evidence of the increasing kingdom, of Jesus leading his church, that as we have prayed, we have seen major breakthrough. This is just part of it. So let's throw that video. 